0: So if you're looking for the Somebody Likes It podcast, there are so many places you can find it. You can get at us at uh, oneofus.net, or you can subscribe directly on iTunes, or you can dig us on Stitcher. But wherever it is, uh, find us, will
1: ya? So we're back. 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 Well, mostly back. Mark's, Mark's film.
2: Um, 70, 80% you, 80%. you struggling? Yeah.
0: So it's like, if you if you add up, if all most of us are 100% really you're if you're listening to this podcast you're getting like you know give or take like 365 370 on your uh on your show scale
3: yeah, it's
2: pretty good average yeah
0: no you can make it's a little bread off that I I bet t- you should, a yeah. few minutes to figure out
2: what the fuck
3: it's a baseball it's, I'm, metaphor i'm steal. it's yeah. t-
0: i'm totally stealing an old steve martin joke he's like uh what do you pay to get in here like five mm-hmm. bucks it's great, because sometimes I come out and do a 475 show.
4: The random Steve Martin uh, quote I like to say that people look really perplexed when I say it is, uh, ¿Dónde está Casa de Pepe? Yes, yes, yes. All the classics. We'll be trotting out all the classics this evening.
0: Well,
1: that's
2: Son!
4: That will come up. Ha
2: ha! Son!
4: Uh, today is uh, Elvis, uh, the 40th anniversary of Elvis passing. Oh, that's and, true. And therefore, also our parents' anniversary. Oh. Yes, that's also true.
0: But yeah, I didn't I didn't realize that it was the 40th anniversary and then uh, found that out today. And yeah, 1977. Yep. Um, yep. Too many peanut butter and bacon sandwiches yep. or whatever. Peanut butter and banana. 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 Yeah, and bacon. Yeah, fried. This oh, with bacon
4: of, too? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, was there bacon? Yeah, there was bacon and, uh, and lots of cholesterol and then um, shooting TVs. Do you,
2: do you batter that and deep fry it? Is that how that
1: works? I'm not. sure. Well, I
0: think it's one of those sandwiches you eat with a running start. I will say so,
1: this. Like, I just recently. So read you that. get a running finish. That's for sure. <laughs> it, when that that when they uh, did, did his autopsy, that they they described his arteries as those of an 80 year old man. So, I don't a dead 80 year old man. Well, yeah, but I'm thinking <laughs> how many fucking you know bacon and peanut butter and banana fried sandwiches like that motherfucker. You know, this is this is the uh, the frequency of this is dropped down a lot in recent years. But it's still out there. People that claim that they're you know, Elvis sightings. But he doesn't look like Elvis anymore, even if he were around. He'd look like some like old dude. He'd be like an old old man. Right, he'd but be he <laughs> 80, he'd be
4: like what what was he like forty two
1: or something? Yeah, He'd be like 80, 82, 83, yeah.
4: All right, yeah. Well, rest in peace. Hard living in sequence. <laughs> All those <Yeah>. things. Well <laughs> if you're gonna have nudie suits uh sequence. Yeah. Anyhow, let's get into it. All right. I'm Shane.
1: I'm Ryan. I'm Kevin. I'm Mark. Somebody likes it. So you mentioned this, I think, last week, Mark. It may have been a couple of weeks ago, but it's been a while since um, it's been a while since I brought a little Scott step to the table. Oh, and um, yeah, we need an update. Well, okay. So this isn't an update because Ryan, it, like you pointed out, he's he's sober and now and, and therefore so, boring. Therefore boring. Yeah. So recently, I came across a story that I had never seen before from 2005. That involves a fight that he got into at a hotel in Baltimore with an equally badass members of an equally badass band, Three Eleven. And so apparently they have okay, one song I like. Fine, but they just fucking suck. I, I'm with you mostly. Um, maybe not as bad as as Creed does, but apparently on Thanksgiving evening they were they were all I guess they had played a show or something. And they were all staying at the Harbor Court Hotel. Um. Oh, the hard Baltimore. I know. We all know it well. And uh, oh, Mark has it pulled up here. And so he shows up. He sits down at the bar. He's already drunk. He starts talking loudly about how he likes to get into fights. And then he orders, starts ordering tequila shots. And every time they give him a tequila shot, he downs it and then throws the fucking shot glass against a wall. And that's how it starts. Classy. Yeah. So then I guess, it, so there's a, a lot of different things that he, so he, I guess he told this, he told uh, one of the, I guess the drummer's wife that he wanted to fuck her and um, it always goes over well. So anyway, yeah, things happen, got in a fight. Uh, he eventually got like put, he, I think like he got put into jail. It's just. That's the good stuff. That guy needs one of
4: those, uh, like the things that they're they're encouraging cops to have now, where like
1: they have the body cam. Yeah, right. Oh no um, shit. Well, not anymore because he's fucking boring now. But but that story, in and of itself, um, just reminds me of that that little David Cross bit when he just did like celebrity poker and with Scott Stapp, and uh, he's like, yeah, I played uh, celebrity poker with Scott Stapp, and yep, rumors are true. Scott Stapp's an asshole. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think we need any more. But I did want to show show this picture. This is his mugshot.
4: That is. Wow. He's just grinned from ear to ear. It looks like it's like a picture day in mm. third grade.
1: Yeah. The, he's not. He's not hating it. Don't you want to <coughs> just sw- fucking smack him in the face,
4: though? Well, yeah, for lots of reasons, though. Right. But, but in that yeah. in
1: that shit eating grin. Anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up. Uh, there we go. Mark's got many different Scott Stapp mug, mug shots on display here.
0: <laughs> Why is there a picture of Randy Quaid on there? <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: There's Vince Neal
0: And uh, what, Sam Shepard? Like, I guess these are just yeah. uh, famous mug shots. Uh, yeah. yeah. Maca- oh,
1: there's uh, Glenn Maca- Campbell, Campbell I, speaking I, over.
0: I, RIP, he just I, died. I have to say, by the way, uh, with with regard to closing the book on Scott Stapp, I couldn't find him less interesting. Like... I don't care if the guy. I don't care if he bursts into flames in an old folks' home. I don't think he's interesting. Like I just couldn't be more bored by Scott Stepp. So look, Kevin. Everyone's yeah. entitled to their own opinion. Oh yeah. Well,
4: that's we're going with that one.
0: So anyway, um,
1: the item at hand.
4: Well, uh, you did uh, mention Glenn Campbell, or and you did. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, Glenn Campbell's mugshots up here on the wall. Oh, also, Mister Belden from fucking. Ferris Bueller's day off, he's up there because he's a pedophile. Yes, that's true too.
4: Uh, it was child porn uh, charges he got booked on. But yeah, same fucking more, thing. Same, same, same was deal. Sexual
1: assault of a child, a pedophile. Uh, yeah. You could have child porn. like Yeah. Anyway, yes, Glenn Campbell. He's, he's had Alzheimer's. Did anybody watch that Glenn Campbell movie that came out like last year or the year before? I'm actually going to be
0: um, encrusting all of my computers in uh, rhinestones. In, in memory of
4: his well, and you're dressed up K. like a cowboy, so you that makes a, sense. That. I, I am. A
0: yeah. Well, I'm chapped. How does
1: that feel? <laughs> oh, because I brought up Scott <laughs> yeah Yeah, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, rest in peace, Glenn Campbell. Ryan. Yeah. All right. You you brought us a you brought us a dandy this week. Yeah, it is dandy. Nugget. And 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 like I
4: don't generally uh, like to pick um, you know best of compilations, but I, I needed something that had. You know a couple of my favorite songs from this uh, particular performer, and the performer I'm speaking of, of course, is Jerry Reed. Son,
3: of
1: course, son.
4: <laughs> yeah, Mark has said "son" like I don't know,
0: like 17 times. Since Mark's got this. a
1: cold, and I think that's like pretty much the only because one syllable that he can he can get that out.
0: But it's good though; it's a little gravelier than usual. Like, yeah, you, you've got a you got a tinge, a, a hint of Jerry Reed in there. Anyway, right? Tell us, tell yeah, us more. Yeah, it's, it's
4: it's
1: 20 tracks long, but they're all pretty short. Um, Actually, no, they're not as short as I was thinking they were going to be. But I don't know. Maybe it just felt interminable. I could be wrong. Oh,
4: dude. Oh, I I was hoping you'd love it as much as I did because I I could not get enough. Yeah, Uh,
1: this was this. This album was, you know how you like you often come in here and you'll say that this sounds like an exact cross between this and this." this. This Jerry Reed album sound like a direct cross between Roger Williams uh, are you talking about Roger Miller? Roger Miller, I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: I was actually okay. like, like well, no, but flipping it, a coin between uh, Roger Miller and Jerry Reed on who I wanted to pick next, well, and I just picked Jerry Reed. Well,
1: this this sounded like if 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 you were to cross Roger Miller with Ray Stevens, um, yeah, then you'd come out with Jerry Reed. Every song he's just he's all a talking and a talk got a got a funny story going on with a cast of characters and like yeah, I love him. <laughs> How can you maybe one at a time? It's it's you can take them, but over the course of like twenty songs, the only stuff I didn't like was the stuff where he tried to be George Jones, and that I don't shit think- sucked too. You yeah. know what? Okay, I'm saying that that they suck. They didn't suck if you take them. The best song in the goddamn album was Eastbound and Down, which Mark brought That's a great up great song before you were here. He basically wrote in one day. Um, but I, 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 you know, if I heard these songs in rotation on the radio, that, then then I would probably enjoy it very much. But after, like, one, after another, after another, after another, some guy playing poker, and you're going to play by my rules, and it's just a lot. You know what it reminded me? Everyone's a hit. Every song is, like, every single one is, like, it's... Oh, so it's like how you don't like power pop,
4: kind of the same deal. Yeah, kind of.
1: I I didn't, no, don't get me wrong, I didn't didn't hate this album. It's just taken individually, I would have liked these songs. But the way it reminded me of, like, in the 80s, they would have, like, You know, like, uh, buy this album as seen on TV and, like, the songs would, like, scroll up the screen and it would be the... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what this album was the equivalent of. But in a good way.
0: I Uh, think that's in the eye of the beholder. Could be. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, look. And I do think, to to Shane's point, uh, like, I did... I mean, the the camp, like, the whole, like, uh, folksy character thing... It is campy. Like, it is clearly, like... It, if if his act is a three legged stool like that one of the one of the legs is that like that it stands on are those characters that he created and some people just love him, and it was a thing of the time but yeah I was like there's clearly like there's this a Roger Miller thing. I even like thought There's about a lot like, of Ray Stevens like, in there, man. Well, okay, it's, like, like, better, than about, like, it's um, better than Ray Stevens. Way better than Ray Stevens. That's um, why, like Marty Robbins and some other artists that are that are like not, you know not necessarily not taken seriously, but it's like you go back and you look on their work
4: at their work now years later, and you're like,
0: you yeah, know, maybe you're trying
4: too hard. So Ray Stevens was like cartoonish, like a Weird owl kind of this thing. was re- there was a lot and of this real is cartoonish, just funny and clever, as far as I'm concerned, and. Free
1: rap in in the in the there were a lot. Look if, if and pressed, it, go back if you if, <laughs> if, 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 if then you the, you're you're including the entire genre of trucker of the entire like subgenre of trucker country because that's entirely what those are like st- spoken talky country song. I'm not saying it's bad. It just after a while I'm
4: like all right I get it. Uh yeah and I have to bring this up. Uh my girlfriend's great grandfather, uh, Ted Daffin... Apparently is in some top 10 list. He's also in the country music hall of fame. Uh, He has some song that's been covered by like 200 artists and he was successful for for a little while, but he was a, a trucker country genre. Musicians, it was, it's it a was genre. It,
1: like, it, it's like a subgenre. Of, it was very, very popular. Like when right around the time that CBEs got yeah, right around give, the time, yeah, that fucking Smokey and the Bandit got. Well, I mean that that shit that trucker country was so popular it spawned its own super hit movie, Smokey and the Bandit.
4: Which, by the way, if you listen to he's bound and down, and I don't want to do that first, but uh, it's basically the plot of the movie. And it is so. This is weird. Um, while like I'd already picked this. For my selection, and I just got rid of cable, and so picked up Sling, um, essentially, to play on my Roku, so I could have, like, multiple channels, basically like a basic uh, cable channel or package, Uh, and it came with uh, Showtime, and guess what they were playing this week? Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit, which I hadn't seen in, like, 35 years. Turns out kind of a flimsy plot to that film. <laughs> kind of. <laughs>
0: well, they had to run run opposed, a
1: bunch of beer, like, overnight or something? Yeah, okay, so, like, it uh, was a bunch of... Jackie Gleason uh, It's a bunch kind
4: of... of Coors beer uh, in an 18-wheeler, and for some reason he needed an escort, but the escort was the one who everybody was after, not the all guy right, who well, had the contraband right. beer. Wait, wait, wait. wait.
2: I, I happened to dig into Smoking the Man a little bit last week when I first looked at this, because... Because I started to think about, you know, I hadn't seen the movie in so long, and then I started to realize a little bit more about the movie. So, uh, uh, Coors at the time was produced with no preservatives. It was illegal to sell it east of the, the Mississippi, Rockies. east of the Mississippi. Oh.
3: Uh, yeah, and so and like Paul
4: Williams and his like business partner or his dad or something, like we gonna throw a party and they wanted to, and they had money to throw away, so they wanted to get a whole. Shit ton of cores, right? Their event. And so
2: it had to be on a time limit because cores would go bad uh, over time because no preservatives. And the bandit was essentially the 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 distraction. He was meant to get the police to chase him so that they wouldn't be looking at the truck. Well, you should you should watch the movie again because
4: like. <laughs> There's not a lot of logic going on in that film. No, but there's not. it is still fun. Like
0: I also I have enjoyed to say it. That that it's you know when compared, when trotted out against the the body of. Theatrical uh, monument that is Burt Reynolds' career. Oh. I thought you were just gonna <laughs> compare it to like
1: other theatrical. Like I just went and saw Vertigo last night, and I was like, how is he gonna rank that against that?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. It's very, you know, um, you know, potato potato with Hitchcock. <laughs> so, <laughs>
3: anyway, yeah, no, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do we
1: want to listen to Eastbound?
3: Yeah, and
4: down? yeah. Let's go. Yeah, I was gonna wait for later, but like, no, let's go Eastbound and down. <laughs>
5: Are we going to do what they say can be done. We've got a long way to go, and a short time to get there. Time is found just what no band did run. Keep your foot hard on the pedal, some never mind them breaks. Let it all hang out, cause we got a run to make. The boys are thirsty in Atlanta, and there's beer in Texarkana. And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I am he's found just metro bandic run
0: So if you run a uh if you run a search for uh just like put in put in Jerry Reed and Burt Reynolds, one of the pictures that comes up is a still from from smoking the Bandit, which is the two of them apparently having some sort of a very serious conversation while Burt Reynolds is holding a basset hound that looks like, uh, he has an expression on his face like um, Danny Glover when he says, I'm getting too old for this well, shit. Hang- like, <laughs> <laughs> no, a hang dog
4: <laughs> would be the exact... Uh- Uh, term for that expression like yeah that's the perfect encapsulation of that movie i highly
1: encourage everyone out there that's listening to the producer mark put this on on the the monitor behind us while we listen to this song you don't need a fucking video all you need is that picture with that song
4: (laughs) that that is that is exactly 1977 culture
1: right like personified yeah it's distilled to its its essence (laughs)
4: Yeah, well,
0: that is Turn Ferguson at all, its blossom stage. Yeah,
1: old <laughs> <Like,
4: laughs> uh, Smokey's got his ears on. Well, um,
0: and the thing is, like the you know the narrative in that song, right? Is that there? Is that you know there's this thing that can't be done, and is that is that just taking some course to the other side of the country? Yeah, like there was there was it in a deadline.
1: Oh, okay, gotcha. But he has he, he has to do it in like a day.
4: Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's like a little bit over a day, but like not not by much. And uh man, that and, really went bad fast. And so you need a Trans Am yeah. to uh shepherd your to, beer. I was going to say that's best ba- like the
1: sheepdog of like keep the, keep that, you know.
4: Yeah. So along the way he picks up Sally Field who's just uh like is a runaway bride. Um and it just so happens that uh Sheriff Buford T Justice his son was the one who was going to marry um, oh, yeah. another Sally Field. Man. Turn. And so that that makes it extra important for him to catch uh, the bandit. Uh, yeah, can I
1: just say, that I think that if and I haven't seen Smoke in the Bandit in many, many, oh, many dude, years. Dude, you really should. But but can I just say that the it seems to be that the one if I could boil this, if I could give it like a like an elevator pitch for this movie, I would just be one word: hijinks.
4: Oh, they're definitely hijinks. It seems like
1: there's hijinks. Yeah, Junior, you need anything in here?
4: Hush, puppies, Daddy.
1: Like, like, you know, you <laughs> should go out on the road Like you're one man Like you do all the characters yeah. it's just, Ryan Newsom uh, is spooky. there's the like fucking gold in there This is like the worst puppet show i One man ever seen show. Uh, uh, Yeah, he, where it's like where he does every, all the characters but How many times have you watched this goddamn movie? Because how do you already know the catch catchphrase? Well, I saw it
4: a bunch It came on HBO and we had cable in the 80s uh, So I saw it a bunch of times then And then Like, three days ago.
0: And, well, philosophically, HBO's never changed their philosophy in terms of, like, how many... If it's on once, it'll be on 7,000 times. Yeah, and
4: so, like, yeah, we happened to have
1: HBO back in the day, and... um, I watched it once, um, like, when you could rent videos or something. I didn't see it, like, when it came out or anything. You know, actually, the first movie I ever saw with uh, Jerry Reed in it, which was an incredible was a movie called The Survivors. It was a it was a comedy that came out in um, 1983. It had Robin Williams and Walter Matthau as like a mismatched pair that go to like this survivor camp. Well, anyway, it starts out it's this incredibly racist thing where Jerry Reed plays this. He goes into like a diner. I can't remember. But he goes into like a diner and like robs a place, but he's doing it like in like like like, like black English. Like he keeps saying like honky mofo and he's trying to like sound like he's a black guy yeah good times yeah yeah, yeah. it's like it's so incredibly crazy racist at some, at that... so, it's a, yeah at
4: some point I do want to talk about the song but you did bring up something that I noticed in rewatching that film is that um uh there's a there's a um, Confederate flag on Burt Reynolds' car but like in the movie like all the black guys are like good people like everything's like kind of like turned around in, like, Southern culture in that movie. Um, like, everybody's, like, all the people are, like, rooting for the bandit, um, you know, and against the law. And anyhow, I'm telling you, it's it's well worth your
1: time. So,
0: t- so let's talk about the track. But, yeah, so, let's talk
1: about the song. I think the musicianship on that is amazing. Yeah, Jerry Reed, I'll tell you one thing that the motherfucker could do is play guitar. Like Goddamn right he, he can. Bad, my favorite track, actually, on this record, excepting the song we just listened to, I don't know the name of it. it was the solo guitar track? Right? Oh
0: yeah, the claw. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like
1: yeah, you know, you're talking about the claw. The claw, right? Yeah, that was that song was fucking well, awesome. And and
3: motherfucker not, can play, man. And
0: it, and it sounds like we'll probably not end up covering. Um, we're playing Guitar Man, but I thought the story behind Guitar Man was really interesting too, because that's another track where like there's a lot of his musicianship that's in it, and that was very, very early in his career, and. Um, Elvis actually ended up covering that song and made it a hit. And apparently, the guy who was working with Elvis, or his producer at the time, called Jerry Reed and said, Hey, we're trying to. Elvis really loves this song. He wants it to sound, his version to sound exactly like your version that he had put out on an album the year before. And he was like, Well, you got to get me to come down and play it for you because I, I pick. Nobody can play like he's, me. Well, no. no he was a finger picker, it, wasn't he? He was. He was yeah, like, he was. I picked differently than your guys playing it straight. And he's like, I do it wonky and I change a bunch of stuff up and experiment so that's what they ended up doing was bringing him down and and uh and so yeah that was he went the traditional i would i would tend to think like maybe the only nashville route at the time right which was that you had to write and and go through the industry machinations that were
1: required. well it sounds like and i don't i didn't read too far into the oh yeah by the way i just wanted to say this before we get off the eastbound and down um that song only hit number two on the country charts The fuck was number one? Who would have beat that song? (laughs) Like, especially like in nineteen seventy-seven, like the best trucker country song ever made. Like, um, I don't know. I can't believe I can't believe it didn't peak at number one. Is my point? I I
0: did think it was interesting, and you know, Mark. One of the things that uh, producer Mark was saying just a little bit ago was that I guess. um, And did you say this in the break, or did you what? Did you share it while we were recording
2: the the fact that that was done in overnight? I mentioned it. I think Shane. Okay. yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Did
0: it well, so, yeah so but the point is is that in the in the Wikipedia recap of that he rec- he it's credited to his actual birth name instead of his stage name and so I'm wondering like the the contract nerd part of me just wonders like I wonder is that because they're in a hurry and under budget and a bunch of other stuff which it sounds like there are some budgetary
4: issues with that movie It's weird that it was it s- says that it was once covered by tonic. Yeah, I noticed that too. Yeah, that band doesn't the sound ton- anything the, like that. If
1: you could only see like, the way she loves me, band.
4: Yeah, yeah, recorded by. Yeah, okay, Google super Google suckers. It. I can.
1: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, but tonic? Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe at some point during the break we'll listen to the tonic. Well, right.
4: anyway, I've I've got another one. I I actually talked to. Hey,
1: can, can I say this before I forget about it? Because uh-huh. because I I there's just so goddamn much to talk about, to unpack with Jerry Reed, like all of the badass shit that he did. But I think I've got to say, the thing that I think is the baddest of ass was that he had an entire episode of Scooby-Doo. I saw that! It was called The Phantom of the Country Music Hall. He sang and played the song Pretty Merry Sunlight. The song is played throughout the episode as Scooby and the gang search for Jerry Reed's missing guitar.
3: That's... There, Dude,
1: there's that's the case better than that. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That, that there's, and there's even more. He's he, had, he he hosted a variety show for two episodes, but still.
4: Which means that uh he and Casey Kasem worked together
1: on a Scooby Doo episode. Oh yeah. Scoop. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're on yeah. fire tonight. Zoe yeah, right That's right. All right, you got another one? Uh Zion? Amos
4: Moses. Yeah, I I I called uh, our friend Chad. Um, what it looked like, one of us wasn't going to be able to make it last week, and mentioned to him that we're going to be talking about Jerry Reed, and he didn't have the time to do it. But he was like, "Oh, you have to talk about Amos Moses." Uh, so let's uh, get into that one.
5: Now, Amos Moses was a Cajun. He lived by himself in the swamp. He hunted alligator for a living. he just knocked him in the head with a stone The Louisiana law gon' get you, Amos. It ain't legal hunting alligator down in the swamp, boy. Moses was a boy head Daddy would use him for alligator bait Tie a rope around his waist And throw him in the swamp ha, ha, ha. Alligator bait in the Louisiana bayou About 45 minutes Southeast to Tippy Louisiana Lived a man called Doc Millsap And his pretty wife and all Well they raised up a son That could eat up his bed and groceries Named him after a man of the cloth It's actually
0: better than your song impression. Uh, (coughs) It's pretty
3: pretty good today. You know what? You
1: you should just go out with like a one-man biography of Jerry Reed.
4: God damn, dude. Yeah, if yeah, like on my epitaph or whatever, just put some Jerry Reed. Uh, lyrics. We'll just, like, we'll just put like a like Ryan a Ryan pic-
2: Newsom is Jerry Reed.
0: I feel like every photo of that guy looks like a like a colorful wax figure version of a Civil War reenactor. Like <laughs> he just he just looks and like have you ever seen a more well maybe with the exception of that still from the smoking
4: the bandit with the dog in it. But, uh, like, otherwise, what a, what a cheerful fellow. I'm just endlessly fascinated with this it, shit. It, okay. For uh, oh, whatever yeah. reason, like, it, it, along it, with, it, like, solo Will Smith and 70s AM Gold, like, apparently I have a genre. It's like trucker country.
0: Yeah. They have little but pockets. It, I'm like, more
1: fascinated with, he, with his life than I am with his music, personally. But, you know, you're right when you say cheerful, but he also looks like an incredibly unhealthy person, like, as though, well, like, never more so. Well, he has a photo I'm, in the I'm, Wikipedia page. I'm, I'm, I'm is, he's su- got a cigarette, like, I'm right there. I'm pretty sure he, it, like... And he, the last song on the record is about trying to quit smoking. And he died from emphysema. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he lived his life subsisting on solely alcohol and cigarettes. Now, he, yeah, it looks like he kind of lived hard, but the... Um, oh, so
0: Shane, you mentioned this earlier. Have you been to the Country Music Hall of Fame?
1: No, it's I have not mention it. It's
0: great. If you ever get it to get to Where Nashville, is it in, Nashville? It's in Nashville. Yeah, I've only been once, but I was really, really, really impressed. And, um, and just did very, you did you, uh, huge.
4: did you cheat on your wife while you were there?
1: And, uh, um,
0: no, but I did. <laughs> I did uh, go to jail, and then uh, and then uh, Clint Black was there, so we also yeah. there was also that awesome. Yeah,
1: it's always
4: fun. <laughs> anyway, but hey, uh, man, uh, Amos Moses. Well, that is a great song, but it's kind of in that like story. Eh, uh, story. Oh, I'd, love it! I'd, I'd, uh, okay. It's kind of like in a bad, bad Leroy Brown kind of way, but Cajun. But Kevin, it's funny
1: that you say that because because Jerry Reed put out a, a, a an album called Jerry Reed Sings Jim Croce. That sounds about right. So, so I, I don't know. Coincidentally, you just brought up a Jim Croce song. Well, so. no,
4: it's it's a. It's part and parcel of that sure. particular genre, but Kevin, I, I, you wanted to but say but something. What, 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 oh, I'm sorry. Yeah Go the on. the point the point of the story that
0: I started was that uh, that Jerry Reed got inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame this year, like this past April,
4: posthumously. Uh, I would, yeah, I would he died like, in
0: 2008. His reanimated so. corpse was not at the Nashville induction ceremony. It'd but be nice if they exhumed him it and would be like, <laughs> propped him up. Probably less than nice,
4: sure, but that would be wonderful.
0: Anyway, but yeah, but the point is, is like aside from being absolutely worth the stop, even if you're not a country music fan, it's totally great. Um, I thought it was really interesting that he would, there were there were three guys inducted. There was Jerry Reed and Alan Jackson who kind of got the majority of the headlines, and then. A guy named Don Schlitz who apparently wrote the gambler song for uh Kenny Rogers. Oh no shit. And his uh, friend Carl Budweiser. No, I don't I don't think that part's true, but the uh sorry. <laughs> I'm just you know, sometimes they, you can't help it. But um but I do think that, that it's just it is interesting to me. I was like and the other thing I, I found myself thinking was like Oh, dude and especially This like, is majesty right uh, here that, right, well, that Mark on, just hold pulled your up. I only thought of yeah, on that ahead. for just a second. But the but the the end of the point is that um ultimately what I was amazed by was like, how could it take Jerry Reed died in two thousand eight, how could it take him almost a full ten years to make it into the country music hall of fame? Like how many other like, how is that genre big enough that there were enough people to induct? And so anyway, maybe the answer is yes, or maybe they just were slow at it. But who, uh, who
1: knows how they do it with like musicians or, you know, rock and roll. Hall. I mean, it's not like you have statistics like you do in sports Hall of Fame. Oh, sure. I and mean, it's got to be like completely arbitrary. I mean, I guess if, if it were well, based I mean, on album sales. sales. But no, but yeah. that's not how they do it at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Like no. you're in fucking T
0: you. Anyway, Ryan, you want to comment on the uh, the uh, photo gold that Mark's just
3: pulled?
4: Dude, out? that's uh, pretty what, what do you amazing. call that? That like faux wood paneling? Uh, Jerry Reed, faux wood paneling. Uh, yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, uh, but Jerry Reed in like a denim shirt that with the sleeves cut off, yeah. and he's got uh, unbuttoned to three, the three or four buttons buttons, yeah. buttons down. He looks like he's, he's got like a farmer's tan and a cigarette in his mouth, and he's
1: got some like. Faded denim bell bottoms and a like a like a eagle belt buckle. Yeah, I mean it perfectly
4: the, encapsulates and a uh,
1: cigarette hanging out of his mouth and he's looking at, again. At, at his hand in cards.
4: And like a yeah, that is exactly what this record sounds like. <laughs> I doubt that's the green room at the Ryman.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, there's uh, another one. Hey, you think Jerry's had a couple of drinks in that picture?
3: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, theater. Yeah, theory yeah. of the
0: mind, but yeah, there are a series of photos that all look like they're pretty much taken in the same, like, little uh, faux wood paneling yeah. room.
1: Again, I highly I recommend to anyone go just type just in Jerry Reed into Google and, and Google images. images and just look at it, his images because it's something. Yeah. God I mean, he was damn.
4: Really,
0: he was really uh, quite something.
1: Tell you what. Who's got the intermission? Oh, I do. I do. Let's do that. Okay, well, this is a the artist that we're going to listen tonight. Listen tonight. Listen to tonight. It's kind of hard to say. Uh, words are hard, man. Yeah, they, I know. I mean, they shouldn't be. You I, you, I was like a baby when I learned them. <laughs> I'm giving you. <laughs> babies I'm giving dumbasses. you masses. Feedback, and meanwhile, my <laughs> yeah. microphone was still on the table. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, so basically, than that. We're all on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is this is a this is a song that. I have consistently wanted to play since we started the show, and for whatever reason, I always forget it, and now I know why, is because this is the perfect time to play it.
4: Perfect perfect show?
1: Perfect, perfect. show. Perfect show, yeah. and what you that, got for us? And that would be The Streak by Ray Stevens. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. I thought about that, that song a lot this week. Yeah. Mostly in contrast. Oh! Oh, oh okay. Okay, fine. No, okay, here's the deal. Well, we'll watch the streak and then we can a week and a half. We'll them. come back and we have can, a spirited have conversation. But I, I do it. There is a video for this, and before we watch it, keep keep in mind that the original. It's st- about running naked, right? Yeah, but it, 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 the, the original song was written to capitalize on the streaking craze, which like peaked in 1973. Okay. Yeah. And and, and, and this video, I, I believe, Bob. It was like oh, the seventies.
4: Like it was like the 70s parkour kind of like
1: you know like yeah, it was people just would this brief crazy like it like, like at a Yankees game run around you know with with the thing or or not even like at a with a at, a at a ball game they would just do it i don't know whatever but however i believe this video was made in the 90s or early 2000s which is like 35 years after so so the humor in it you'll see how quality and genius it is anyway but it's 30 years removed from any cultural relevance at all so anyway guys for your viewing and listening pleasure we'll listen to uh, the streak by ray Stevens. here he
5: comes boogie dad boogie dad
3: there
5: you goes boogie dad
3: and he ain't wearing no clothes oh well, yes they call him the streak
5: boogie dad boogie dad fastest thing on two feet boogie dad boogie dad he's just as proud as he can be his physique. Look at, that, look at If there's an audience to be found, you will be streaking it round, inviting public critique. And this is your action news reporter once again, and we're here at the gas station. Pardon me, sir, did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was just in here getting my cars checked, and he just appeared out of the track. He's come streaking around the grease right there. Didn't have nothing on but a smile. So I looked in there, and Ethel was getting her cold right now. I hollered, "Don't look at them!" It's too late. She'd already been mooned.
1: So ostensibly, that song is supposed to be a comedy song. It's supposed to be. I mean,
4: it's a comedy song.
1: Okay. Well, how many laughs did you hear in this room? Oh, none. It, it was. It was, it was. It was. It was basically the only sound I heard in this room. Was our individual eyes rolling from side to side? Like it's a stupid, stupid song. It's it's, a, it's so unfunny and dumb and every. But if you go like a couple of years ago when I first decided I needed to play this song, I went and looked to see if there was a video, and there was a video on YouTube. And if you go and read the YouTube comments. That's when you know that I live in a different world, at least humor wise, from than some people. than a lot of people like you know Oh my God, this is still just as funny as it was forty years ago.
5: I laugh till I cried.
1: Those are
4: people who really miss uh mama's family. <laughs> That's a good, great
1: example. Oh, God. oh so here's here's a little fact that I want to bring up. So we were we were talking um before we actually started watching that video here in the control room about uh, how we all still had Eastbound and Down and Stuck in Our Heads. Yeah, I, I, that's genuinely good music with is, like a it, comic it, bent. It, it is genuinely good music is my point. The hook is crazy good. That song only went to number two on the country music charts. This went to number one for three weeks in a row in May, or in May of 1974. Three weeks in a row – the Billboard, hot Billboard 100. But
0: what they don't tell you is that most of America was blackout drunk for that time. So, like, you know. Had to have been. Yeah. It was just it uh, was just
4: left the station, like, tuned to their local country thing. Right.
1: It, it, here's a, here's a, but here's an even more interesting. It, it did only go to number three on the country music charts. But here's an interesting little tidbit. It went to number one on the Billboard UK charts. So... Who knows?
0: Yeah, uh, they love laughing in America. Yeah. Cockney <laughs> uh, bastards. I gotten that. Although, you know what though? Here's here's my take on. So, I think we at one point or another in this in the history of this podcast, I've mentioned the fact that Rhino Records put out an album of songs that was designed to drive people out of your home when you wanted to get rid of them. Yes, party. we have.
1: This could do that.
0: This like if you put on if if you put on the streak. Oh like, yeah, I want to get loop, people out? Yeah, I'll be
1: like, oh shit, look at the time. Oh man, you know what? I almost brought up what I wanted to to. And I thought about this because every time you say guitar man, I think of Ray Stevens' hit Guitar Zan. He uh, is a guitar man. I, I do not know, but, but yeah, there's no video Zan. for it. If yeah.
0: you if you listen, so did it really happen? No, like the you know the difference between Guitar Man, the uh, the Jerry Reed song, and whatever it was you just said guitars in <laughs> like he's a gonna, guitar man i'm gonna say i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna tilt the scales in favor of good mr reed on that one
1: well no all i'm <laughs> saying is that it is out there and it, yeah see mark pulled it up oh it won a fucking grammy nominated nominated for best contemporary male vocalist uh yeah huh yeah.
4: all right kids will she we should probably get back into guitars and the essential Jerry Reed. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> back on Jerry Reed, um, you said that like you as though you're like like a beat reporter, like. Back on Jerry Reed. Back on Jerry Reed. Uh,
4: Anyway, um, what I did, uh, like the the songs on this record that I didn't like the most were the ones where he's like trying to be traditional country, George Jones type stuff. But I did notice that like um, he kind of bucks the trend in country music, whereas all the songs that are about women, it's about like how they like did him right.
1: That is true. I noticed that.
4: Oh, it's like the,
0: uh, it's the, the when you play the country rapper, like, uh, you know, skilo? like <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. I wish I was a little bit taller. I was, I was just about to say like, and that is, that's funny. You're right. I noticed that. I actually noticed that. I was,
4: listening. no, it's not about like, she's cheating on him or like, you know, he's, you it's, know, you're wonderful. And yeah. How much do I love you? Let me tell you. So, um, so you'll be, you'll be shocked to
0: know that he shows up on a rolling stone, uh, list there it was like the 50 records every country music fan should own and the essential jerry
1: reed rolled in at number 44 um, hey when did that list come out
0: uh yesterday it's okay. really weird it's totally what I the don't f- know. fuck like, is up. earlier than that
1: We what's that i'm just riffing Go oh ahead. it did yeah. no, no no what i'm just saying i'm saying what is up like again like the list of um we talked about it a couple weeks ago like listing like the Beatles, from top to bottom, what's their best song? What's their worst song? Like Pink Floyd, what's their best song? What's their w- like? There's a whole. It's, l- a, it's a trending trend. It, it's a thing again, like, like the right list now. thing. It, it goes away for a little while. And then well, it comes
0: and back. it's a let's. I mean, let's be honest. Like it's a crutch that Rolling Stone has used forever, and it's it's the prelude to the listicle, the uh, the BuzzFeed uh, type, Click, or clickbait. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, the top seven things yeah. that uh, top seven expressions Tom Cruise's face makes. Like whatever the the. <laughs> It's like dull surprise. <laughs> That's number four. Anyway, uh, yeah. So one of the an interesting uh, tiny snippet of this of the write up they have of the essential Jerry Reed, and I think it's it's um, it, uh, we're we're getting there. But I like I sort of like the way that this coalesced. It said the uh, the writer here says Reed was a one of a kind pop star living at the nexus of country, funk, furious finger picking, and novelty song. And you certainly can't leave the novelty song part out of that. We've talked about that ad nauseum. We've even talked about the the, you know, the finger picking. Even though that's those aren't really the songs that we've heard, um, where that that moves to the no, forefront. East Bound and
4: Down has plenty of finger picking on it. Yeah, sure, oh. it's
0: got some. I heard some. Um, but anyway, yeah. The and and to that end, uh, there's a quote in here that says, um, from. Les Claypool From the alt metal band oh, Primus God. My favorite My, my favorite act uh, Amazing um, when, um, Yeah when I, I saw guess, That they had covered One of his songs I was like of course Oh they, they did
4: I, do, yeah. I was gonna
1: say ama- uh, Go ahead
0: Kevin I, I, It's just, just one sentence Like the, I do think The quote is interesting He says Whatever you think of Primus And I don't think A lot of them He says um, Folks these days Don't realize What a great guitar picker Jerry was Nor his incredible Sense of groove um, And they covered I guess Amos Moses
4: They did cover Amos Moses. Probably badly, Um, but. uh, Yeah. I mean, that's my least favorite part of South Park is with their fucking intro music. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. Um, Yeah, like if you like quirky bands. Yeah,
4: so so I kind of think that, like, uh, Jerry Reed's, like, sense of humor and they're being being kind of novelty songs or whatever, like, kind of overshadows the musicianship that, like, these are genuinely good songs performed by, like, and uh produced really well like you can hear every instrument like just in its perfect form um and it it doesn't sound like it's forced or um like they're just i think you bring up a really
0: good point which is that when these songs work really well though not the george jones crooner type stuff but when the like freewheeling finger picking stuff works really well it needs to sound like He's just making it up on the spot, but they're really well executed. and They're really well produced. Oh
4: yeah, and with, like with all the like background vocals and whatnot, like you know that they did like thirty
1: takes of people like saying like no 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 no. The music sounds good. It just gets a little tiresome after a while. Like this over and over again, basically like the same like.
4: Yeah, I, I can't get enough, and I'm yeah. about to i about to give you a little do, bit more.
1: Why don't do, once you do one of those. Uh,
4: when you're hot, you're hot.
5: and Big John Talley Had a big crap game Going back in the alley And I kept rolling them seven And <laughs> winning all them parts My luck was so good I could do no wrong I just kept on rolling And controlling them bones Finally they just threw up their hand And said, when you hot You hot I the yeah When you hot
0: Sounded like there's a little Casey Kasem in, uh Shaggy on that clip.
2: Like, I beg your pardon. We'll <laughs> like you
0: K- guys, uh, Mark ran a Casey market. Kasem
4: voice Shaggy. Are, are, yes. yes.
0: Yeah. No, yeah. it sounded like there's a lot of him in there.
4: Yeah.
1: Well, sure enough. Didn't he <laughs> yeah. do Scooby Not Doo also? One. I'm pretty sure he that did. That I don't one. know.
4: I, I don't I think. Feel I feel fairly certain of that. Um, so Mark, what we're alluding to is Mark there's brought up the Jerry Reed episode <laughs> of. Uh, scooby-doo where uh jerry reed is somehow involved in a mystery and uh they resolve it and then there's uh just sort of a sold out jerry reed concert with a lot of empty seats anyhow yeah, when know, it when it comes to uh when you're hot you're hot all i have to say is
1: song when you're not you're not yeah yeah again the uh, guy can write hooks i will i will say that that's i mean the, the songs are entertaining. In and of themselves in small doses. So when I was a kid, um, all I thought of Jerry Reed was like, oh,
4: that truck driver guy and Smokey and the Bandit. And so when he died in 2008, I think it was NPR, just like played a bunch of his songs all in a row. And I was like, oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that. And so it's been one of these that's been on the back burner for me that like I really wanted to like just go and like catch up on him. And sure enough, I like most of his shit. Uh and yeah, so it's essentially it's a what a craps game. They're uh, rolling bones, what have you. Yeah, I get
1: the feeling and, old get, Jerry Reed liked to gamble. He's got a couple gambling songs on on this album alone.
4: Yeah, so
1: uh, yeah, um, game gets the game
4: gets busted up. He has to go in front of the judge. It turns out to be a fishing buddy of his, uh, and the cop or the the judge like uh, convicts him anyway. And he's like, Well I guess that would be the uh you're not part.
1: Well that's that's a h- hilarious retelling of the song, Ryan. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you did Dude, that. Dude fucking step in, <laughs> asshole. I was just I was just waiting to to hear you are waiting was, for the punchline, I was yeah. just waiting to yeah. hear how you were going to end all that, like well, how the how you were going to land that plane.
0: I, I do have to say that, uh, after the pregnant pause, there, I did think that he was going to get off, uh, and he did not, he's still
2: up. Uh, so, you know, you mentioned at the top of the show the uh, eastbound and down how it basically. Gives you the whole plot of Smoky the Bandit, so now I'm going to listen to every Jerry Reed song here on out as if they actually made a movie based on the song. <laughs> yeah, you say famous. that, and starting it, with this, I'll one. bet
0: that's what there's more
3: than are.
4: that. Like just like that were uh, treatments for films because they're story to... songs. Great. And actually, are. and actually, since we're going to do four uh, today, yeah. here's another one. Um, Cause like this could easily. And now for your
1: next selection,
4: <laughs> a little band from and now Athens or something <laughs> completely similar. No, uh, but this is the this is uh, what actually like sparked my reinterest uh, like a few weeks ago. Happened to hear this on uh, our favorite radio station chain uh, KUTX. Good one. She got the gold mine, and in parentheses, I got the shaft.
5: Well, I guess it was back in 63 when eating my cooking got the better of me, so I asked this little girl I was going with to be my wife. Well, she said she would, so I said I do, but I'd have said I wouldn't if I'd have just knew how saying I do was going to screw up all of my life. Well, the first few years weren't all that bad. I'll never forget the good times we had, because I'm reminded every month when I send her the child support. Well, it wasn't too long and the lust all died, and I'll admit I wasn't too surprised. The day I come home and found my suitcase sitting out on the porch. Well, I tried to get in, she changed the lock. Then I found this note taped on the mailbox that said, Goodbye, Turkey, my attorney will be in touch. So I decided right then and there, I was gonna do what's right, give her her a fair share. But, brother, I didn't know her share was gonna be that much. She got the gold mine, got gold mine. I got the share. I got
3: yeah.
5: They split it right down the middle, and then they give her the better hat. Well it all sounds sorta of funny, but it hurts too much to laugh. She got the gold
3: mine I got to share.
2: Essentially the plot line to, to Goldfinger
1: right
3: there.
1: Sure. That's like uh, the that's like the prequel. Super Bond esque, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I don't I just wanna make one statement about that song in particular. Like you can't hear that and not think like, he had been listening to a bunch of Ray Stevens before. I mean, it sounds like a that fucking
4: That was a little Stevens more ridiculous, song. but I just, I wish I would have been in on the recording where um, they had to keep doing extra takes of like, I got the shaft.
0: <laughs> but that's always historically been your favorite part of songs. Like that is.
4: That, like, Special plans. Yeah. <laughs> I would Haylen. have just
2: wanted to be the yeah. guy doing just that one timpani thing. Boom. <laughs>
4: Well,
1: um, that record was a peach, Ryan. Thanks for sharing it. Here to help. You know, I, I, let me say one more thing before we get out of this, and I find this very interesting. And it kind of um, sp- it, 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 listening to that that the, that was his last hit, and listening to the lyrical content on that, I find it very interesting that opposed to most musicians and country musicians, popular country musicians, especially like he was, he married his one wife in nineteen fifty nine and was married till he died in two thousand and eight to the same woman which might have something to do with all the love songs or whatever like the Yeah, probably.
4: Yeah. This one he's just like playing a character or whatever. Right, right, but they split it right down the middle uh
1: and she got the better half. Mhm. I just found it interesting. You don't see that a lot like so anyway. You know, fuck it. Fucking eight, hey, man. All right, Kevin, what do you got?
0: So, uh technically this is the we're we're coming up on the tail end of summer. Uh and I was, I've been poking around, knowing that I had the, no that, that I had the last song uh, this week for Current Affair, I've been poking around for like the song, like a song of the summer that we haven't covered yet. And we've actually covered like quite a bit of them, like a, num- a number of these. Um, but I found one that's frankly probably been a little bit omnipresent that uh, I haven't, uh, that we haven't covered yet. And so we're going to do the new Portugal the Man release.
4: Okay, I thought you were going to say Justin Bieber and thank you for not.
0: No, it's uh Feel It Still.
3: To keep my hands on myself.
0: Uh, Feel It Still by uh, Portugal the Man, band out of Portland. Uh, their first. This is really kind of their first track that's ever charted, and um, you may recognize a little "Please, Mr. Postman" riff in there from the Marvelettes.
1: Yeah, did I've been curious since the first time I heard that song. Like, did they pay for that? Like, does anybody know? I mean, it is that Probably, not. I
4: mean, it's intellectual property.
3: Yeah,
0: I would, no, no, no. I'm
1: saying so. like either they would have paid for it or they would have. Um, in this day and age of sued. Marvin Gay's estate, I'm sure. Well yeah, they but something. they would have a much much stronger claim with that. So I, I've heard
4: yeah. of that band, like you know, like that name, and apparently I've heard that song. I don't know where, but it just reminded it's me It's been
1: pretty ubiquitous this it, summer. You no, know, it
4: reminded me of that, that Cher song, like, Do You Believe in Love? And if yeah. you just like stood perfectly still at one point you could just hear it. Yeah, no, um, there was there was a bit on that. Oh, right, right.
1: I've been completely cold on this band for about ten they've been around. As far as I know, for about ten, almost ten years, and um, this is the only that I've heard three songs off this record, and I like all three of them. It's it's finally I feel like where they finally got their shit like all lined up. Um, yeah, I don't and know I bet them you've heard well. I bet you've heard other songs. There's a, there's a the, the single that came out before this. It is straight up. It sounds like fucking Gorillaz circa nineteen two thousand six. I mean, you would think it's a Gorilla song you hadn't heard nineteen two thousand six. 2006. Thank yeah. you for correcting me. Yeah. yeah, again, I'm on fire tonight. We're all are. damn right. I, but I want I want to say something about this band that I just found out recently. They're 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 a Portland band.
0: Um, they are,
1: but that's not where they originated. I just found out where they came from when they first came to South by Southwest. Um, they were uh, from Wasilla.
4: Is that Washington?
1: No, it's Uh, Sarah Palin used to be the mayor of Wasilla. Oh shit! Yeah. Well, I think I think if you I think if you want to play music for a living, that it's probably a smarter move to go to Portland, Oregon, or Seattle, Washington, than stay in Wasilla, Alaska. That is, in fact, true. Anyway, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of that going
4: on.
3: I could be wrong about that too.
0: Now, what we haven't talked about is the video. There's not really a lot of narrative structure in the
1: video. I it's mean, pretty fucking great, though. It
0: is pretty great. It's shot really well. There's a lot of um, if you love junkyards and uh, breaking and popping,
1: dude. The whole yeah. thing—it just looks good. I mean, it looked really cool.
0: Although, they, was there there's breaking, but was there popping, Ryan? I mean, you're really the. Uh,
4: I don't know if they were they yeah well, there was, they were there's popping but not necessarily locking. Yeah, no, there yeah, was yeah,
0: po- no there locking. was popping. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, thanks. Yeah, no, these these oh sure yeah these these guys. It's weird because, um, to Shane's point, like I've not, I really have never gravitated toward their work. I've yeah, never liked it hasn't of been them be, for yeah, a while. Yeah, it, it's
1: something I want to like, but it's something has just always left me cold. But it seems like on this, ra- I don't know if they have new members or it just, it just everything I, just seems to have come together. I
0: have a half baked theory because just poking through their Wikipedia entry, like one of the things that they noted was that the record that they put out in 2014, I guess Mike D produced it. So. I'm wondering if maybe they just have, if they just over time have gotten access to more sort of creative energy from people who can help them you know, kind well, of cross the finish line. I mean, there's a, stuff.
1: Th- that's a good point to make. I mean, it might, it might just kind of, you know, sometimes you just fucking strike gold. Sure. Well,
4: back in the day, like uh, bands that, you know, showed a lot of promise would get signed to, like, I don't, I don't know what label they're on, but um, would get signed to a label and allowed time to develop. Um, and they'd get you know three or four records in, and then they'd they'd be like, "That's the record." Look at the Flaming uh, Lips.
1: I mean, they were fifteen years, twenty, almost twenty years in when they put out the Soft Bullet, and then that arguably, like, well, it's not arguably. I mean, like, that's no, that's that's the it's record. one of uh, the best totally. albums ever yeah. created. Um, but that really, really put them on the map. And sometimes, just you know, who knows. What happens, yeah, but but like, you know, had they Not been Not st- that I'm comparing this but to the No, South no, Golden. no. This but is like, on
4: Atlantic, by the way.
1: Yeah, well, ma- what, they had to so, they a little time. time. yeah
4: a little had a little room to grow um, and not have to work day jobs because they probably would have broken up otherwise, you know, if they weren't signed to a label that, you know, could support them and they could tour and...
1: Well, some people really, when they get signed to a major label, they a they up, up their they you know, and some people are. It's like going to the New York Yankees. Does that make any sense? Like, you know, some people go to New York and they just what, what is that baseball? Like, shut up, fuckhead. <laughs> they, but I'm saying, like, you get in a bigger market. Some people are are crushed by that idea, but and some people respond to it and step it up. And the it sounds like, different. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you, you take your, you're taking your game to a, and you get by game. I'm saying that you know, in think metaphorically air quotes. In yeah. Air quotes. The spotlight is brighter,
4: um, right? Sure. I mean, like if you and they're like you know it's put up or shut up, um, right? Anyway, sounds like they have put up.
0: Anyway, yeah. So so technically, I guess while while we all sort of look at like the end of the end of August is maybe sort of the formal end of summer, um, not here. Not well, not here. But yeah, we but look
1: at the beginning of, of December maybe as the formal end. Well, of summer. Well, sure.
0: I mean that's a weather thing. But I mean in the, in this particular case. Um, uh, my kids go back to school next week. Oh so, so it's, it's like, the This end is of the like summer. really the last like I was like I was like like just like a dying man reaching for something good. I was like, Okay, let me find a song of the summer and uh and Portugal the Man uh came through on this. Oh, one.
1: that's a great summer song. It's been around all summer and like And yeah, like I said in a I, good I, way. I've heard
4: it and I don't know
1: where. Um, well uh, everywhere
0: Apple ads and like vitamin water and like something else. Like it's run it's been you know. It's they're, they're one of those. It's chats. one of
1: those songs that crosses formats too. Like it, like you won't probably hear it on urban stations, but you'll hear it on like alternative. Well,
4: it's got a little um, bit of hip hop in there. Yeah. Danger
1: um, Mouse is a producer on this record, that, so like that, that makes of, sense. It seems like it does.
0: Um, okay, so you guys want to talk about next week? Yeah, what's up next week? What you got, Kevin? Okay, so so I've been uh, I uh, for the past several records, with the exception of uh, Detour and Thin Lizzy, I've been. Uh, Dragging us into the present, and it occurred to me it was like there's a lot of stuff that I've just that I'd love to at least go through that I just haven't ever made time uh, regarding. And I was out when when Mark did the camper van Beethoven stuff, and it's like I've never really known that act, but I've always I've always been like sort of tangentially a little bit uh, tethered to that act. Because I really get a kick out of the tracks that I know from Cracker, but I don't know, like I don't have any Cracker records, so I was like, let's let's do Kerosene Hat. So so next go round we're gonna listen to Kerosene Hat.
4: Well, that's worth checking out. I can't promise I'll uh, meet your level of enthusiasm, but I've I never am listened.
0: super shocked. And you've given it uh, how much time? None.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, he likes to make uh, it Tune in tune in stuff. next week for uh, for Ryan's ball peen hammer take yep. on uh, on. Uh, Whatever it is that's not Jerry Reed, but uh, (laughs) until then, I'm Kevin. I'm Ryan. I'm Shane. I'm Mark. This is Somebody Likes It.